I gotta think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. Huh? I gotta think of a way to get, huh? I gotta think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. Black Aristocrats Podcast. They say what's happening. We say the facts and then they lie. We coming back for them. It's Friday, people. We got another one down in the books. Forget what they say. They don't know what we doing. Silent work. They say a nigga lost his mind, but in the scheme of things, I never lost the rhyme. The thin line between love and hatred. I'm the black pill in the matrix of saturated life. They say life is what you make it. So I wait quick on the spaceship so I can take it. It's high as the stakes get when paper get low. I be telling Derek, tell Kara, get us a show. Little calm, I make righteous bitches get low. The richest man ain't necessarily the nigga with dope. They say you went wild. Yeah, that's what they say. My niggas couldn't tell it was me like Jamie and Ray. Painting the day with focus grind, broads and good wine. They say dope is sour, so it's homework and hood crimes. I stood mine for forever and a day, so goodbye. They never could say, tell them, Jay. They say what's happening. We say that was common of the 2005 album, B, They Say. It's a lot of they sayers, naysayers, whatever. But one thing, man, they ain't going to stop what we got going on at this Black Aristocrat shit, man. Each one reach one. And that's what we do at the Black Aristocrats podcast, man. You know, today, we got my dog on the podcast with me, man. You know, I like to welcome my dog to the show. But before I do, y'all know how it go. It's Friday. It's payday for some, and it ain't payday for others. But shouts out to everybody who getting paid every day, black aristocrat shit. What's up with my dog, man? I'm going to let you introduce yourself, man. I got my dog on the show with me, man. Say what's up to the people, baby. Hey, peace, audience, black aristocrat audience. My name is Jamel, a.k.a. Blue, a.k.a. Mr. Lovebore. Uh, I'm coming to you today as my, my in my business mode, Mr. Lovemore. I think that it's more appropriate because I I have my DBA for that and I built my whole brand on that. So from New York, uh, did my 20s in Chicago, and now I'm doing my 30s in uh, Florida. You know what I mean? So. Let's get it, Black Aristocrat. You did? Okay, man. So we're going to start off, man, just real quick. How was your 20s in Chicago? Because I'm asking you that because oh, in my God. in my early 20s, man, you know, I was a little, you know, I was a little off a little bit, man. So in, in you talking about in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? I, I can only imagine Chicago was rough now. I know it was rough then as well. Yeah, like it was a gift and a curse because I came from... You know, the New York kid, Brooklyn, Long Island. And I was, you know, in the culture. Let's just say it like that. I ain't going to criminate. Yeah, so. of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> I was in the culture. So when I went out there, I initially went out there in the Navy. You know what I mean? So I was changing my life already. I, I was already on that path. You know what I mean? I've been, shit, I've been a black aristocrat for a minute. Let me just say that. <laughs> I, you, know, you know, when you when you get in tune and you get in light and, and you like, yo, hold on, I got to be better. And I got to I got to be the one to start that way. I see people around me ain't going to do it, but they believe in me that they'll follow if I break down these doors. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. What, what in the Navy, the boys embraced me out there. And, you know what I mean? Like, they took to me. They, they really just see me doing something with my life, a young brother. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm in the hood. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I just stayed on base. But they taught me a lot, bro. And they taught me about myself. I got to wrestle with myself because there was no family there. No, I ain't have no safety net. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so I really learned myself and I had to become a man really quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and know what to do and how to conduct myself. And even when I got caught out there sometimes, you know, it's, it's Chicago. You just be walking there, motherfucker just I mean, run up on you and want to kill you, bro, because you're in the wrong neighborhood. So it's like you got to calm this brother down and make him see you ain't no threat. Okay? You're your brother, too. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. yo, you know, I'm, I'm a New Yorker. I, I understand I'm not from there. But, you know, I'm not there. It'd be like, where you live? In Chicago, I, they don't even care where you live, what block you live on. Stop lying. You know what I mean? Because they know whatever's on that block, 
They ain't letting you live there. Hell yeah. They might even ask to see your tattoos and shit to make sure you're not lying. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, and it was a gift and a curse because I, I, I can't front. I got locked up out there. So when I got locked up, you know, I had the streets already. It was like, nah, he's cool. Then when I got to prison, prison, I had just made a good name in prison. When I came back out and lived on the streets, I was damn near uncomfortable. <laughs> like everybody's like, yo, New York, good, yo, blue, good, man. Yeah, like yeah, good party, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, he, he talked to everybody, but he ain't gonna play you if, if you GD or you vice on the song or whatever. He's hanging with you. He just because I, I only have one homie out there. You see what I'm saying? Everybody else was associates. You had to do it like that. Of course, you got to do that like now, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but over there it's different because, like, I, I I hang with black people and Latinos, tough. Especially out there. Yeah. So, you know, when you know a, a, a maniac and you know the change too, that you can't chill with your, you know, it may be, you know what I mean? But if they see you going back and forth, no, they going to, one of them going to tell you, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't be friends with them. Yeah. And yeah. you looking like, what you mean? Like, I got to choose one of you do? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, I didn't even do it out there. Like, and you know me. I'm not going to spread with these things. Don't make you shit. So, and I'm not going to pass no information. Straight That's up. not me. Straight up. I mean, you isolate. But, yeah, it was crazy, though, not to go into detail. Hell but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chicago, is, but the culture, the culture, forget the gangbanging, bro. The culture is beautiful. When I tell you them people embrace me and love me, bro, I felt safe. When they could tell you, I felt safe. Yeah. Straight up. And then if you go into college, you got a book bag and everybody know that shit, you're safe, bro. Straight up. So don't don't let nobody else tell you, bro, that they killing randomly. No, they are not. Because when I was in the Navy and when I was in college, the boys found that out. I was good. Straight up. So don't let, so, so don't <laughs> let the up. news, you know what I'm saying, scare don't, you with and, all the violence and, and, and all the bullshit talent. propaganda. You feel me? That the news tell no, people. Don't, and all don't that. let it happen. Yeah. And, and we're going to get more into that. I don't know if it's going to be yeah, this was, episode or the next, but we're going to talk about this news propaganda shit, man. You know? Um, yeah, most definitely we gotta get into that. So let's get into the yeah, the well, business side. <laughs> yeah, so so um so so let's get into to to the to Mister Love More man. How how what is that and how did that come about, Mister Love More? Because I you know when I go on your YouTube page for anybody for all the Black Aristocats and Queens out there, man, you know Mister Love More is his YouTube handle, man. And if you go on it, man, you know he talk a lot about you know um, business credit for new businesses. You know your ten ninety nines. A couple business secrets, you know what I'm saying. He actually even got a hustler's handbook, you know what I'm saying, for business credit. It's an ebook, you know what I'm saying. So, um, he, he you know, he he goes in, man, a lot about you know about businesses and stuff as well. And um, you know, to tell me a little bit how how you got started with that and what prompted you to start that. Well, initially I had got a uh, what prompted me to start that was a job. Actually, I had got a job helping people build corporate credit. Uh, I didn't, I, you know, I knew about personal credit and, you know, I try to learn as much as I can. So long story short, like when I helped uh, a client of ours, he was paying my company like 500 a month. He was worth like 100000 but he was using his personal credit to finance the business. Within four months, we got this man, $1.2 million. And I got a fucking pat on the back. Excuse me if I'm cursing. No, I didn't get commission. I didn't. I, I didn't get a raise. Yeah, I didn't get a raise. I didn't get nothing but a good job. You know, you're part of a four man team that got him 1.4 million dollars. Now, mind you, being that they got him 1.4 million dollars, yes, they got their child. But did I get mine? They ain't do that. I did all leg work, so I'm sitting there like, hold on, I need to learn all this because my people don't know this. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They ain't even not. My people don't know this. Like, the general public don't know this. I mean, this is a true story, yeah, though. Like, it's a true story because growing up, so I it, didn't know nothing about credit, bro. You know what I'm saying? I learned about, to be to be completely honest, I learned about credit at the age of like 28, about 20, 20 between 26 and 28 years old is when I really got the grasp of credit. And I'm 33 years old right now, bro. But see, like, for me, it, it, it turned crazy because you know, when you when you deal with people in the music industry and my cousin was a booking agent, you know, you see a lot of shit. And when people pass you the corporate card and all that, you like, oh, 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 you know, this 
you know, you think it's endless when you first see a corporate car. Now, man, I don't know about anybody else, but if you're ignorant to it, you're like, oh, they got a corporate car. He got a lot of money. Yeah. Not really, not all the time. I mean, so when I got to learning all that and helping my cousin re- restructure his business and helping him write contracts and just meeting good people that just teach you stuff, I remembered a lot of this corporate credit and how to apply it to the music industry first. Now, I mean, as far as getting a DBA and, um, Basically, uh, everybody that's doing YouTube videos, rapping, and how to get paid for a residual for it. I mean, and basically own your business and save, man. Mr. Love More came about because I was doing a couple different things at that time, and it just fit as far as that being my uh, my pen name, mm-hmm. my doing business as name. Mm-hmm. I have it still incorporated. It's still mine. I still own it in like three different fashions. But the point being, I got into it to show a lot of people that's doing a lot of things for not only music, but like you said, with the Hustler Handbook, I was teaching my hustlers at the time, like, yo, listen, man, you, you riding around and you getting it. Yeah, I feel you. You trapping out the band, though, and everything in auntie name, but you're dumb. Like, for real, for real. Like, they come take all this shit from you. You you don't have, you can't account for it. Exactly. And, and I want to stop you right there because the perfect example I like to use when I talk to, you know, uh, a couple cats I know that's in the streets, you know, you know they, they flash the money, which, okay, I get. You flash the money, you know, you come from nothing. It, 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 it shows a symbol of hardships. You never had none, so you getting this money, you're going to flash it. But at the end of the day, half them cats don't even got insurance policies on themselves, all their kids, all their family. You know what I'm saying? Half of them cats don't really own nothing like... Don't have no investments in nothing, man. All they got is that, you know, that little bit of money to show for. And I like to use Boosie for an example because, you know, when Boosie was coming up, Boosie badass for everybody who don't know, when Boosie was coming up, he was doing his thing. You know, he was in the, the different color charges. He had the crazy chains. You know what I'm saying? He counting money on YouTube. If it's a 50 in this bitch, I'm pussy. He was doing all that shit, bro. But when he got indicted, you know what I'm saying, and was facing the life sins, Bro, this man was like really reaching out, like damn, bro, like you know, can't man, anybody help me, man? Pay, pay my law, help me pay my lawyers, and you know what I'm saying, and doing all that, and that goes to show you, like, well, damn, bro, like you know, you was doing it, you had all this money, and now you know what I'm saying, like shit, one of them legal fees and all that shit started attacking you, you know what I'm saying, that shit basically drains you and 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 brings you down. So we talking, we not talking about boosts, but we comparing that to the average person that's in the streets right now. Like, you doing what you doing, bro, but, like, make sure you got all your other T's crossed and I's dotted, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a dirty game yeah. out here, man. You know, and, and I, I like yeah. it. Go ahead. I, I, you hit on a point, like, and, and I want to, I don't want to stop you there, but I do want to touch on that. Boosie is a great example. I can't hit that no more different. Now, go to Martha Stewart. Well, still with the dad, didn't she? You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Bro, she had her LLCs and ducks lined up in a motherfucker. Uh, this bitch signed over ownership to trustees to why she went in. Because they can only, when they sue you or you get invited or anything like that and you have a corporation and you are, you say like you got, you made your shit on or say you make your kids or your legacy, you can make your legacy, your family legacy, majority share owner. And you're just the manager. But the manager gets to control every fucking thing, or you're a trustee, bro. So now, when they invite you, the person, not the business, because the business didn't do shit. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's just like you and the enterprise car. Let, let me let me stop here and just give a segue. If you an enterprise car and you tracking out that enterprise car, you get pulled over. They pull you out the car. They say, "All your dope, take you to death." They call enterprise and get a tow truck and bring that fucking car back to enterprise. That's not your shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Am I correct? You absolutely now, I mean, correct. Now, if you apply the same fucking principles, you just create your own fucking enterprise. So when they pull you out your fucking dope car or whatever, like with Boosie, and try to indict you and take all your stuff before and say this is part of the indictment. No, it's not. That That's that's the corporate car. Like, shit, I work there. And I ain't, nah, I, yeah, I'm trapped. <laughs> 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 hey, but I don't work too. For real. That's just like it's motherfuckers at at my job. I work at nine to five. If they come get somebody out the job, they don't come arrest my boss. 
<laughs> am, I, am I lying, bro? They snapped that person out. Business keep going on, bro. I mean, this show don't stop. Right. So, with that being said, we as some people, and, and I'm just, and we as a class, I ain't even gonna say as a people, because you got white people, Spanish people, everything. This is a rich and poor country. They're trying to get rid of the middle class. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. So, either you got it, either you're a producer or you're a consumer, period. And they only respect producers. The consumers, they tax the shit out of it. Yep. I mean, so with that being said, you just got to create your own form or vehicle to operate in that world. You don't have to be major. You don't have to have a thousand employees. You just have to be an LLC, a corporation. Yep. Corporations respect corporations. Money respect money. Motherfuckers with money only want to do business with motherfuckers with money. But with also with that being said, you know, because... You know, the average motherfucker listening, especially the ones that's in the streets, to say, well, hell shit, I got an LLC. I got an incorporation. But, bro, listen, <clears throat> you can't be trapping and doing none of that out of your LLC or out of your... Then they can actually take it because you 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 doing activities over there. You see what I'm saying? So don't just think... Well, yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Uh, you know, in my former life, you know, I would tell you different, but... It's savvy people. Let me just say that. I got a hustle handbook. When I, when I plug my email and uh, uh, stuff at the end, I, you can buy the hustle handbook. But you're right. You're not supposed to mix. I, I can definitely agree with you on positive vibes. And we, yeah, yeah, and, and we're not saying like we're advocating for that. We're not saying we're teaching you how to do that. We're not even saying that that's what we are doing. But I just see it all the time on Instagram, man, and and the people that that I that I grew up with, or I seen from my hometown, or people just that I've seen on my path. You know what I'm saying? Like I just see them like just be so successful. And then they just fuck everything up. And then I also tell them, but goddamn, bro, if you could be successful in the streets, you don't think you got a business mind to actually just do a legitimate business? You know what but I'm see, saying? That's the thing, though. I, I know so many dudes that's like that, that real hustlers, they usually get a business. Like, lawn, they do pressure washing, they do detailing. They, for real, bro, they, they, they get a, a lawn care business. They get some and start operating and have employees because they're industrious, bro. Yep. They know how to direct traffic and they sell themselves. Really. They ain't really selling the dope. They selling the brand. Yep. You see what I'm saying? They don't know it. Yep. Now, if you put it in context and then boys can learn it, that's why I was doing the seminars for the hustlers and stuff. And I'm like, yo, bro, y'all out here getting it. And y'all, y'all, y'all managing the budget. Y'all doing inventory. Y'all doing packaging. Like, y'all doing advertising. Like, come on, bro. Let's, let's be real. You're running a business, bro. You don't even fucking know it. Yeah. I mean, now, you take that concept, and if you can take that money, money makes money. If the, the banks can see, like, when I was doing it with the strippers, because I was incorporating strippers' names and having them as a subcontractor to the club with a DBA. Now, what does that do? Now, you got a 1099. You see what I'm saying? Now, all that money you make, say, my mom say she a low-budget chick. I need calling call low budget because <laughs> I don't want nobody feeling that way. <laughs> but uh, say she's making 300 a night. You see what I'm saying? So long story short, she's taking that 300 and in her corporation name going to say she got chased every night when she leaves, take it to Chase, put that 300, write it, put a corporate card in, put the 300 in, get a receipt, come back out, spend her money the way she does. The bank is looking at this dancer who's saying, oh, I'm leasing my dancing one of my talents to this club and they're generating this much. These $300 a day. This new business is making $300 a day. All they're going to do is do the math for like five to ten years after like four months and offer her a loan, bro. If you can manage that much money, how much can you manage if we give you this much? Exactly. Exactly. This is numbers that, game. You're talking to a computer. Like, for real, for real, like, I get so deep with it, I show people like you, you think you're talking to that banker, but the banker only asks me questions, but why are you asking me questions? Look at that nigga's hands. They type it. Yeah, for real. They type it. Yeah, for so, real. I mean, and he's putting that into a computer. The computer already has the parameters to where you're either a good choice or bad. Exactly. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. He's just going to parrot whatever the computer says. Because like, if the computer says approved and he, should, he don't like them to say disapprove, his boss and buck him, 
when he reviewed the monthly, he's going to be like, why are you ain't through this long right here? Exactly. I hence, ain't like the way he looked. Hence, that's well, why you know, you, rip him a new asshole. Exactly. <laughs> hence, that's why that's why you mysteriously get uh, 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 letters in the mail saying, "Oh, you're approved for this. You're pre-approved for this amount. Are you pre-approved for that amount?" Exactly. Because, like you, everything you just said, you know, you know what I'm saying. So, it, and it also goes to breaking down because a lot of people, like you just said, they they be like, "Oh, I got an LLC," but then I ask them, like, "Yo, you in four one one directory?" They be like, "What?" I don't know. And I'd be like, you don't know. So you ain't put yourself in there? I thought it was you and Google Maps. Is you Like, what search engine for you in? Like, how, how am I going to find you? Like, it, it, this is a completely in information age. We got to start acting like it. Straight up. Everybody has a cell phone, even five-year-olds. Straight up. I mean, it's just crazy. We plugged into the matrix. Straight up. So with that being said, that's your tool. If you know how to use that tool correctly, people will find you. If you do the, like, I, I study business. You should have said, among other things, I study life. I mean, life is a business. I mean, it's, you're industrious. You're a producer. The more popular you are, the more people buy into you. They pay attention. Look into the workplace. They buy into you. Pay attention. When people pay attention to you, you got to tax that. In some shape or form. You're in demand. You see what I'm saying? Like, so with that being said, a lot of people just LLC it up, get their EIN and try to get a bank account. Nah, you got to get creditors and lenders and other corporations to agree that you are a good brand. How do you do that? You got to give them your information and do good business with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You get them to, you get them to agree. That's how your credit score go up. When your credit score go up, you give you more money. But in the meantime, if they're agreeing with you, the general public who are followers the herd, like I said, you have producers and you have consumers. If the producers are agreeing with you, the consumers are the herd. They're sheep. They're following. Okay. Yep. And 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 also we can actually tie that into social economics, which Yes, that's what I say, like it's multi level with this that we're gonna have to have a couple of uh <laughs> of course, of course. So, but just to be brief about the social economics, you know, um, me and you talked about this off the podcast, you know what I'm saying, briefly. And, you know, I felt like it was something that we do have to share. And, you know, like you said, you know, you know, um, social economics, man, it's, it's a branch of economics that focuses on the relationship between what? Social behavior and economics. It examines the social exactly. norms, ethics, emerging popular sentiments, and other social philosophies that influence consumer behavior and shape public buying trends. Now, break that down in the lay- in, in, in the layman terms. We would say what? Basically, how you act when you get a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? And where are you putting that money? And hey, if everybody's buying Gucci because they feel some type of way, guess what? I'm gonna get me a little bit of money and go try to buy a little Gucci so people can look at me the same way, right or wrong. Exactly, and sometimes it's and I, and, oh my god, we trying to be something we ain't. Exactly, because if, if you're if you're going to buy it to be associated with this class of group of people, and you ain't really got it, because I've seen you know it when when certain people get money and try to move to a different neighborhood and keep up with the people there, you you still got to generate that money. They already got it. And, and they're generating it. You see what I'm saying? Still, while you just now catching up to them and you trying to keep up with them, you can't do that. Exactly. And that ties into what stay, runs... You got to stay in your lane. Exactly. And that, that runs parallel with the sociocultural factors. You know what I'm saying? Which is customs, like we said, clothes, lifestyle, like we said, clothes, cars, and jewelry, and values that, that, that characterize a society or a group. You know what I'm saying? Particularly black America. And why I say that is because, you know, hey, man, if me and you running around, you know, uh, trying to sell something which is a very good brand, which is very useful, you know what I'm saying? And and, and probably got the same. Uh, let's just say we selling a Mr. Clean cleaner. That mug clean way better than Mr. Clean. But, you know, because it got our name on it and our faces are running around town selling it out the trunk because that's basically how we, we start off doing it. You know, it's going to be hard to kind of get some type of flow or even get people to believe in us. They'll pass us right on up 
and go in the store and be like, oh, I'm going to just grab this Mr. Clean and use a stupid-ass excuse talking about I've been using it for years and don't even give us a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, which which which, which, yeah. which, which now, ultimately I'm... ends up hurting not only the brand, but it hurts the community because I feel like not enough not enough minorities. It's not about black. It's not about white. But just not enough minorities. Then that's Latinos, Mexicans, um, uh, black, uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not enough of us support each other, man. We so quick to just go in the store and buy what's normal, what we see the 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 rich or the upper middle class people buying and feel like, hey, that's what they using, so I'm gonna use it. I just think that to me to ask, yeah. You're absolutely right. Us as a people, especially black and Latinos, don't do that. But that's the black and Latino American culture. The immigrants buy from each other. When they when they all move into an area, get a little uh, grocery store, gas station, you see what I'm saying? They don't frequent each other. You know what I mean? It's just that us as Americans, we feel that we got to buy into the big brands. Like you said, sometimes, they don't even know why they buying it. Exactly. You know what I mean? They like, don't they know don't why know they buying it. Than the <laughs> you know what I mean? They just program. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? So with that being said, you got to change the program. You can only change the program early on. And that's why you know the I mean? Jewish and Asian community always thrive because yeah. they support one another yeah, 100%, bro. But see, that's another thing. We just got to be taught to do business with each other on that level. I mean, small business, small business. Like, cause like how we was talking about, uh, I say a couple weeks ago, when I was like, yo, I can open up a, a shoe store right next to Foot Lock. I mean, now if I'm in the store and I'm working in the store, I'm like, yo, I just open up a new store. Me, yeah. I mean, that makes me love more nobody. Now I'm just you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They ask me for a discount before they go next door to Foot Lock and ask me for a discount. Exactly. And they're doing it. And that foot locker and pay that shit without question. Why? Because they put I can program their hookup. We don't do that. That mean, like they change the price <laughs> right there. Why would you want to change it? <laughs> and, and then they'll come to me and be like, hey brother, nice nice store, man. I wanna come by here, man. Let me hook you up real quick. Well, oh, they'll say some hate ass shit. Now. All they'll say some hating ass shit like you got the same exact shit that Foot Locker got, but they'll walk into your store yeah. and be like, F- what, $15 for this shirt? Man, please, man, I ain't finna yeah. pay no $15 for it and go right next door and pay $20 for the same shirt, just a different color. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's so I, sick, I got the Foot Locker stamp. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and guess but what? That's what I say, like, go ahead. Yeah, because we just don't buy from each other. Now, don't get me wrong, like, we did support certain clothing brands because, I don't I don't know, like, Carl and I made it. I mean, a FUBU, Fubu made, made it. it. Yeah, FUBU like, made it. Like, Sean John's still making it, technically, because he's high-end. You see what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real, most people don't know that. Like, Sean John is, like, still on the runway of Paris. <laughs> so, he's still high-end. And New York Fashion Week. But we just don't buy, like, the everyday average. Like they'll get we so into now we're being shocked too. Like everybody from two chains to to any basketball, football player, any entertainer, like once they get a certain level of success, a brand tells them, Hey, sell our brand and we'll give you all like true religion giving two two chains a bunch of truth. You see what I'm saying? Keep shouting this shit. And that's you see not, and, and exactly and that's and that's that's one of the sociocultural factors, man, that they, that a lot of these brands use to, to to pry us in. You know what I'm saying? And for the most part, and I'm it not works. saying two things doing it for that. Because yeah, two he's not. Is yeah, he's Let not. Me say that. <laughs> he, he's not exactly. We're not saying that he is for the record, but I mean that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and you know, but that's why I can respect people like Charlemagne because. Um, and I hate I hate name dropping on my podcast, bro, because them them cats don't do nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? But I I got I got yeah, a I got no, a big up and and, and you know, I got a yeah yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I I, I can respect Charlotte man because he wears black on clothes. And you know what I'm saying? A lot of time nobody ever heard of them cats. Them cats just starting. You know what I'm saying? But you know he representing and 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 he'll wear like a basic T-shirt that got some shit on it, and you'll be like, damn, what that is? Oh. This is from my man so and so. 
black owned company. They you know what I'm saying? And I, I like shit like that, man. And I wish I wish people can do that more often and don't necessarily make it about money because I feel like half the time, shit, the first if you go up trying to sell something to somebody, the first thing in the back of their head is I'm not finna put money in this nigga pocket. You feel me? I'm <laughs> I'm not yeah. finna get this nigga my money. You know what I'm saying? Like Shit, and then they're going to, like you said, they're going to always try to work out a deal. Shit, man, I ain't got 20, but shit, I got 10. You know what I'm saying? Damn, you got 10? Come on, bro, you you hurt me. You know what I'm saying? When you know damn well, yeah. you ain't going to go in Foot Locker and say, hey, these Jordans cost 250 Damn, dog, I only got 175 What can you do? No, bro, you going to pay yeah. what them people like, ask for. You know what I'm saying? And, no, and <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because yeah. I've, I've lived it with, with the Mr. Love More brand, because it's like, like I said, I own it in several forms. I also own Kiara Love More. Like with Kiara Love More, it started out as a clothing company and a consultation company, too. I had like two Kiara Love More. So the clothing company, I was doing women's clothes, similar to like Victoria's Secret type of gear, but more, you know, clothes, too, not just lingerie. But anyway, yeah, you try to sell this, and they're like, yo, what is this PR love more? That's me. And they, they look at you like, that's you. Like, why would I buy this when I go to Victoria's Secret and get the same thing? Exactly, and get taxed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at them like, it's mine. I mean, like, it's mine. Like, that's why. <laughs> you know what <laughs> like, I'm saying? But they ain't understand. You see what I'm saying? They looking at it like, like you just said. I, now it, it dawned on me in retrospect, you saying that. Like, they looking like, why, why buy it from you? Because I had to sell so hard, bro. Like, I had to sell myself. No bullshit. I had to sell myself. For real. And that's what people bought. And, and that's, that's the lesson. You see what I'm saying? Like, regardless of the fact we're not taught that lesson from jump. Yeah. We sell ourselves when it comes to trying to sell our little swag. But what are you getting paid off of that? Nothing. Yep. You see what I'm saying? And for me, it's like, I think, and I, and, this is one of my dreams. I think we just don't teach our kids that. And school is not going to teach them that. School doesn't prepare you for business in the world. Nope. So with that being said, I think we just need to get more institutions that are sponsored, that are nonprofit, that are just taking kids for the summer and teaching them business economics, like for real, for real. Exactly. And my man, we don't learn that. Exactly. And, and shouts out to my man, JB, man, because we talked about that, man. Like just, um, you know, um, getting together, man, and, and trying to find a couple sponsors, man, and just getting a bus and taking, you know what I'm saying, five to 15 kids, man, to, to, to this little place that he knows. Um, I forgot where it's at. I think it's in, like, like Colorado or some stuff, man. And it's, it's this lady, bro. Um, long story short, um, don't quote me exactly, but it's, it's just how the story he told me. Um, she she used to play tennis or whatever, and um, I, I think she got hurt or she got – you know, treated some the wrong way, some kind of way, man. Cause you know she come from an underprivileged situation, and um, you know, just through all the fighting, she decided to open up. She bought out like an old gym, you know what I'm saying? And it had a lake behind it and everything. And she ended up just turning it into a summer camp for underprivileged kids, man. Or and um, you know, so every summer, man, you know, she tries to round up free of charge. She don't charge nobody anything. She rounds up these kids, man, and they come to her camp for, like, the whole summer or a couple weeks out of the summer, man, and she just tries to teach them, you know, life lessons and things like that, man, that these kids can go back and, and try to build from, you know what I'm saying? Because like you said, a lot of times, you know, we wasn't taught that at home, you know what I'm saying? And especially me, my parents was always, and I say this plenty of times on my podcast, you know, my parents was always brainwashed with the work, 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 you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you got little times to teach your kids the game. They was brainwashed with just work, work, work. So a lot of things like credit, like, you know, like just trying to balance a checkbook, all that stuff, man, like I would never taught that until I got out of high school and I was trying to uh, get me a car. Or I was trying to, you know, get me a credit card because I needed a little bit of help. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know how to do any of these things because I wasn't taught that. I wasn't even taught that in school. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, but that's that's what I was saying. We we were taught wrong. We were taught to reverse engineer shit and from I, jump. And I think half of that was purposely. I, mean, I can't even front. <laughs> but well, that's well, on another episode. Like you could say, social, 
Yeah, like you said, yeah, it's on a social economic episode, and I'm gonna touch base on that. Yeah, because I, I gotta breathe on that. Like, yeah, we gonna rewind some of this and, and do sound bites. Absolutely. We were taught so backwards to front, and if you learn it front to back, when the problems happen, you already know what, what it's hitting for. Exactly, but but not you to... shouldn't say like because like you go ahead, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, because like. Even with credit, from credit to, like you said, balancing the checkbook. Like, when I went through high school, we ain't really, we did like one week or two of a checkbook, and that was it. Yep. Like, we didn't, we didn't learn. My 12 years in school did not prepare me to get a job. And people telling you to work. When I got my diploma, I was not, no more fit to work at Burger King than when I was just, if I didn't know none of that shit outside of, Shit, math, English. For real, for real, for real. And, Christopher, and Christopher Columbus had no bearing on flipping a burger and at and, and, and entering the workforce. Exactly. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> exactly. And I felt like they never, they never really tested our potential as well either. They like, oh shit, he a clown. He makes sense. Nah, but, we ain't even gonna put no nah, time but, into him. <laughs> nah, but school is designed to. Teach you to be a worker bee. To repeat, copy, and limit. Brainwash. 12 years of you, it's like in school. All right, social economics. In school, say they give me a math problem. Say I do it and get it, or just do it and get for the answer. Teacher gonna be like, yo, remember back in the day, I don't know about now, but I know back in the day, they give you scratch paper. You see what I'm saying? You had to turn in your scratch paper Uh with your test (laughs) and with all your answers. (laughs) Now, they looking at how you came about doing this problem. Now, if you came about doing that problem a whole different way than what they taught you, but got the same fucking answer, and no bullshit, they'll tell you you did it wrong. And you're looking at, but my answer is the same as yours, but you ain't do the formula the way we taught you. Exactly. What does it matter? The answer is fucking right. Exactly. I mean, like, if I figured it out, I figured the teacher will argue you down as a kid, like, no, you got to do it the way we taught you so I can pass you. Exactly. And to even break it down (laughs) even further, you're testing me. That's crazy. You're testing me on Christopher Columbus. And if I get the test right, you making me feel like, oh yeah, I know history. That history is a hundred percent factual. You know what I'm saying? So I'm no, gonna, it's not. I, that, no, no, it's not factual. But that's what I'm saying. That's how they brainwash you. Like, hey, today we're gonna learn about Christopher Columbus, and you're gonna have a test on it. And if you pass the test, then you know what I'm saying. Hey, you pass the test, so now you really know your history. No, that's not the real history. You know what I'm saying? And. They they hid that out of the books and everything, and then you know that's why when you get older, you start to, to look at the real history and find out a whole lot of things that wasn't even in the history books. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So yeah. So, so that so that that's another form of brainwashing, which is another episode. We ain't gonna get too deep on them, but to 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 stay on the business aspects of it. The last part that I I really wanted to break down was how all that we just talked about, which was. You know the socioeconomics, um, the socioculture factors, and and how all that tied into the growth theory, which is I feel like the Big Bang theory, as far as you know entrepreneurship go, because the you know the growth theory is basically like we talked about, you know how are we growing and in what direction, saving, finance, social security, <laughs> what do we invest in, markets. Like we were just talking about, people will pay all that money in Gucci, but they ain't gonna turn around and support a black-owned business. What markets do we monopolize, and what markets are we non-existent in? And I feel like in the community, we're non-existent in the community. Land ownership, learning institution land ownership sources, and that's what a lot of shit you talk about in your ebook. Um, information economics. Yeah. Where are we getting the information from, and, and how's it, how's it being used? Now, I like to go back to to you know what markets do we monopolize in, and what markets are we non-existent in? I, I use this example because I'm from a small town, man, and my cousins, man, you know what I'm saying. They was doing some big things, you know what I'm saying, as far as the street shit go. You know what I'm saying. They was making a little bit of money in the streets, man, and and we have this conversation. We have this conversation. You know, uh, we probably had this conversation, I probably said like a couple weeks ago, because <clears throat> if you see how the town is now, like, it's, it's getting gentrified like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And, and when I say gentrified, like, all that land that we just 
that they stood around and they got it in on, bro, they could have actually bought that land, you know what I'm saying, back then, you know, for, you know, for, let's say, $5,000, bro, and they ain't even know it because they wasn't educated about it. So, um, you know, I say that to say this, um, but yeah, you know, they, my cousin, man, they was, man, that land was gone for like $5,000 back then, probably even cheaper, bro. And they didn't know anything about it, you know what I'm saying? And they could have easily purchased that land, and 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 you know, and 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 put a put a business on it or put houses on it whenever they decided to, to you know what I'm saying, to make a move. But the most important thing was they got that land. That land was theirs. So if anybody else came on and they wanted to buy that land, hey, that's that's one part of generational generational wealth that they could have started. And they did not know any of these things back then. And now you look at it now, you got all kind of businesses that's opening up and people is buying their land and opening up businesses, man. And I'm every time I go back home, I look at these these spots and I'm like, man, man, y'all could have bought that or we could have bought that if we knew more about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Yeah, definitely. So definitely, I'll, like my my thing is with that, yeah, that's opportunity. Like you said, you seen early on, we just didn't capitalize, and I see that a lot. But I also see that some people like I've traveled. I mean, I've traveled the country, so I see a lot of people do buy it, but it's not like us as a unit, right? And then we're not doing it right. Like you said, buying home, like you see the progress of the town. You see what I'm saying, like. That comes with just knowing social economics and being savvy to people. Usually we we don't when when we start businesses, some of us go try to branch out to different states and different towns, but usually we just try to take over that little town and make our little millions and, and plant roots there. When really trade is everywhere. And then like I said before, we in a social like a, a media highway, the internet runs our life. You see what I'm saying? Like, so you gotta understand it's a big world out there to sell to whatever product they sell. Yeah. And and like you said, we don't we don't have certain things like land. We don't have certain things like loan institutions, private. Yep. You know what I mean? That we can go to when when the big ones deny us, but we we have something good and because of the way credit rating is set up, you know what I mean? Even if I'm at a good point, my past history is telling everybody not to mess with me, which you know, that's reputation. Yeah. So you just, you got to do money management. But like you said, a lot of us, and we talked about that earlier, even when we do set up businesses, we don't set them up the right way. And then we don't, that's why we don't get funded. And then we look at it, look at the bank like they stupid. Nah, we stupid for not following what everybody else is doing. Yeah. To get money. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, we got to do the same things that some big corporations are doing. The only way to do that is to really know your business and know, I mean, and, and really and mind your business. educate ourselves more. You know what I'm saying? Just educate exactly. A lot of us, yeah, it, it don't matter what field you're in. Like, you have to know, and when you're a business owner, you got to wear all the hats. You just can't say, oh, I own it. You got to promote, market, you got to analyze the data. You got the uh, packaging. <laughs> I promise you, like accounting, managing. For real. And, like and, it's it's, and it's, the, and the it's sad, crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And the sad part about it, um, that, you know, they spiking up the prices now that the more we're starting to get knowledgeable about this shit, oh, shit, they're going to spike the price up. You know what I'm saying? Times 10 to scare us away now. Like, nah, you definitely ain't getting this until you got, you know what I'm saying? And then once you... See, that's, that's why I say, like, we, as a people, not even as a people, just business, period. Sometimes, like, Donald Trump don't go buy all this shit and show up to buy it. Somebody else in another form of a corporation that ain't even named Trump went there and put the money down. A face. We got to learn to start doing that. For real. Like, for real, for real. Like, when you go into a corporation, just because you own it don't mean you got to be the person to go and say, yo, I want to do business with you, let me buy this. Yeah, they might see you and see a lick and be like, all right, I'm going to charge you double. But if they see somebody else, they might just be like, yo, I'll give it to you for this. They might get a discount. For real. For real. You just for straight real. up. For real. So you just got to know your role and play your role. Like, 
business is business. It ain't no hard feelings. Like, for real, for real. For real. Because, sure. shit, if I see a lick on a business deal, am I going to spike the price? I'm a realist. Yes. For real. If I see somebody green that's going to give me this much for something that I'm telling for really this much, but he was so wild by it, he asked me, was this the price? And I ain't going to deny it. No. <laughs> I can always go down. I can't go up. <laughs> Straight up. For real. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's been there. Really? So with that being said, I don't blame them because would I do it? Yes. Are they wrong for doing it as a whole and blocking? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Because money is money. Not all money is good money, but y'all ain't even giving it a chance. So with that being said, you got to create your own opportunity. You got to create lanes and, and create waves and be the first in that wave. And we also got to get like I said, it's financing, it's, it's, it's land, it's it's the social media, like it's, it's popular opinion. That's all it is. That's all that moves fucking fashion or, or any industry, anything that's popular. For real. Even even slang. You see what I'm saying? It's 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 popular. For real. And they steal our shit all the time. And and we get little credit for it, and we so quick to just because we come from nothing, or we got a little bag that come behind it. Down, you know, we sell our shit, and once you sell your shit, you lose all credibility for it. You know what I'm saying? It might be a, you might get, you might be, you know, in in the small credits of behind the scenes, but once you sell your shit, man, it's theirs now. You know what I'm saying? I e the filament for the light bulb. You know that man really don't get yeah. credit for that. You know what I'm saying? He do nah. what you got to dig a little nah, bit to find out. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and, and that filament yeah. is going to be used in a whole bunch of other shit, but they won't say it. Oh, they'll give the creator, oh, so-and-so made the electrical chair. Guaranteed that was a filament being used in that motherfucker. So-and-so made the light bulb. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there was the filament that really made the light bulb stronger and made the, and, and made it last longer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know. I ain't gonna lie, I just watched uh, the little movie on that, too. The little new movie out, too. The little uh, electric movie. With, uh, Edison and, and them boys. And they ain't mentioned, dude. But they did mention that somebody else created parts of the light bulb, but they ain't say who. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Because his, his advisor told him, like, yo, but we ain't even make the filament. He like, it don't matter. We did this, and we put all the moving parts together. He said, man, somebody made a potato, but the motherfucker that made a potato ain't made potato salad. You know what I mean? I'm like, he's kind of right. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> he said, so. I put everything together, and that's what it is. You know what I mean? That's what you buy, potato salad. You ain't buying potato. Exactly. So I, I kind of did, though. Exactly. So, 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 so the moral of, this, of today's podcast, man, is... What would you like to tell the people out there, man, whether they're entrepreneurs or they take are they thinking about jumping off the bridge as far as taking a risk on themselves? Look, look, when you take a risk on anything, man, I, I know it's scary. It's scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just for me doing this podcast and shit, man, like it's, it's a scary thing, especially when you get all your business stuff in order and then you get an email and say, Well, wait, damn, you're not complete yet. You got one more step. And I'm like, damn, I just did possibly everything you could think of. How much more I got to do? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, damn, Uncle Sam will come back and slap you again and be like, no, you still got to pay to do this. And then it's like, God damn, I ain't going to never get my business off the ground. You know what I'm saying? And me personally, Well, well, I want to say this. They step to it, and I don't even have my ebook in front of me, but I'm going to go off the top of my head. Now, obviously, like, this is how I, I help people incorporate, and I do it a certain way because, like I said, you're dealing with computers and not man. Man made the computers and made parameters, like the Matrix, Neo and and what's his name, fucking Morpheus. And he's like, you know, when he's in the simulation, he's like, rules can be bent but not broken. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's just how you do it. So in the world of business, computers, the database. You see what I'm saying? So once you're Obviously, everybody gets their LLC and their EIN first. True. Now, I mean, you also need a website. You also need a physical address. Not no damn P.O. box. Reason being, a physical address and a landline, not no cell phone. Because if you got a cell phone and a, and a P.O. box, 
you a fly by night business. If you got a landline and a physical dwelling that that landline goes to, the banks and all the lending institutions look at you like you're invested there because you just got property. You see what I'm saying? So that's what the computer says for rent. I mean, this, this business has a somewhere it's rare. It's not, it can't move. You see what I'm saying? So after you do that, and those are your first creditors. The phone company, with your internet and all that, they're going to be the first ones to extend you business to business credit. It's called a net 30, revolving. Yep. Not revolving, it's called a net 30. Yeah. I mean, yeah. every 30 days you pay. You, you already know that with your phone bill or your light bill or your cable or however you get. Yeah. I mean, now once you do that stuff, you also have to register with all the databases, all the listings. You see what I'm saying as far as 401, uh, yellow pages, things, Yelp, and all of that stuff. Then you have to register with Google, Google Maps, and all that stuff. Then you have to register with your catalog. Like, uh, remember back in the day when your mom used to get a Sears catalog and all that? Like, all these companies have catalogs, like Walmart, Sandstrom, uh, CVS, uh, Ranger, Ulan, CN, like, and they sell business to business credit. At 30, you got to gather like at least five or six of them. I mean, and start getting stuff and then your business, you're gearing up. You're about to go do major business. So you have to buy supplies and stuff and be a business. You got to look like a business. You see what I'm saying? If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, and looks like a duck, most times it's a motherfucking duck. <laughs> most people aren't doing them things. You see what I'm saying? They're just going into business using their personal fucking credit fucking finance a business. No, you're not supposed to fucking do that. Businesses don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Real fucking businesses, they get business to business credit, gear up, buy low, sell high, make a profit, turn it over, you see what I'm saying? Straight and up. flip it again. Straight up. Straight They're using the business's credit because there's a bunch of people supposed to be working here. You see what I'm saying? Like, so with that being said, when you do stuff like that, like, like oh man, I, I have video on my channel and I've shown people time and time again, bro. I used to get so many, so much shit in the mail, bro. So many pre-approvals, bro. When you jump certain hoops already and you're in databases, you got reward cards for places, you ain't even buy shit yet. You in catalogs, you ain't even buy shit yet. Or you just bought like one thing to see how, how quick they deliver and see the bill. And me personally, I buy shit that I use. I don't even care if it's toilet paper uh, uh, paper towels, uh, mops, uh, cleaning supplies. Like I'm, I'm gonna use it anyway. Yeah, I, I, I gotta live life. Yeah, but now I got six, seven companies that are giving me credit that I'm paying. Why? Because I was gonna go to Walmart buy all this crap anyway. Yeah, you should. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly so you gotta think for the business. <laughs> you try to nah, no bullshit. I mean, so now. Boom, I'm starting to line of credit with these people. And I was already living this life going to Walmart buying the same stuff. But I done flipped it and got this little credit. Now, every month I pay that for the next four months, they like, yo, this boy done borrowed this money and gave it right slap back in two weeks. Why? Because I was going to Walmart anyway. I just put the money in the side. Straight up. You see what I'm saying? If I and shoot it and funnel it through your business, bro. Like, if you do it through your business, with your business name, that's your personal security attached to it. Like, for real, for real, bro. That's how you set it up. So no matter what else you're doing, and that is social media. Like I said, we're in the information age. People need to know keywords, adwords, how to actually place yourself on the first page of Google. People don't go past the first. When's when the last time you've been to page six of Google looking for some shit? Ah, for real. You, you People don't. ain't going past you, you, page two. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I promise you, no, after page two, I'm going to erase what I put up there and put something else up there and find what I'm looking for, bro. For real. Right? So whatever you're selling or whatever you're shopping, you got to be right there in people's faces because the cell phone is right in people's faces. Yep. And Google keeps track like of all that, too. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say. Google keep track of it and it puts you in front of more people. Why? Because they got banners. On the side, that's all another shit. Pop ups. <laughs> so if you generate traffic, they gonna sell something else. For real, for real. So and a lot of people just need to make good, like you said, good associations with other business owners. That way, I take your business with me. Yep. 
I promote for you because I'm doing business for you. Like if I hear somebody talking in your specific genre, I'm like, hey, I know somebody like that. You should have some business on there too. Straight up, no crap. In that book. mentality over here. Yeah, because it's in their best interest. You shouldn't tell how they got me. Huh? Man, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> no bullshit. Uh-huh. When they go other places, they take me with them. Straight up. How they got me? Oh, he introduced me. Y'all don't know him? Oh, y'all need to get to know him. Straight up. You see what I'm saying? Straight we don't up. we don't put ourselves in that high traffic, high network arena. And you gotta be seen there. You see what I'm saying? Because you're familiar. And it, it, it travels to business too, not just socially. Like, I, it doesn't matter. I don't have to go out to yacht uh, parties and stuff like that. But if I meet people in certain arenas, it is what it is. I got to meet the bank there too. I mean, when you're building a house, you just can't do the foundation without the roof or the yeah. framing or the plumbing or the electrical. You should say, you got you to be everywhere. So that's that's what I want to say, and, and on the, like I said, we're gonna do a couple. I'm 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 blessed, and I want to bring a couple uh, other co-hosts too, especially when we uh, do the uh, business podcast. People who are doing business in different genres, and all of us, you know what I mean, build on it and really focus on just the business aspect because it's so much information. All of us have to give you running a podcast like that's your business, bro. You know it. That's that's why we're here. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, we can all help each other out by giving the information and helping the viewers, and that's what Black Aristocrats do. Exactly. Like, that's what we're here for, that's right? That's that Black Aristocrat shit, man. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what we on, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, y'all know my famous line, man. I ain't gonna keep y'all, you know. I just want to say before I get out of here, man, um, like I said, man, don't be afraid to take risk. Um, support who supports you. Pay attention to the ones that support you. Um, and, and, and just stay focused, man. No distractions. You know what I'm saying? Keep God first. You know what I'm saying? Or whoever your God is. You know what I'm saying? Keep keep your faith strong. You know what I'm saying? Family stick together. And um, with that said, man, that's that black aristocrat shit. Um, I want to plug my man, my man YouTube channel, his ebook, you know what I'm saying? Um, his his social media handles before we get out of here, man. Go ahead and plug, get your plug on, man, and then we gonna end it with your outro song, bro. All right, uh, you can find me on YouTube. You can just type in the URL in YouTube. Uh, mixtape blenders, all one word with a Z at the end. Mixtape and my YouTube blenders. channel is gonna come up. Mixtape yeah. blenders, M I S at the end <clears throat> with a Z, all one word. I mean, in YouTube, and I pop up. It's going to say Mr. Love More 79 TV. You know what I mean? Or you can pop that up. It's Mr. Love More M O O R E. You know what I mean? Not M O R E. It's 2 O. 2 O. You know what I mean? And Mr. Love More uh, underscore 79. No, Mr. Love More 79 underscore TV. Okay. What about your social YouTube? Media also, you can find me. Yeah, Mr. Love More. All of it's the same. I'm I'm streamlined. <laughs> it's uh on Instagram, Mr. Love More, uh seventy nine or Mr. Love More. Uh what else am I on? Uh Facebook. Uh, I'm I'm on Mixtape Blended on Facebook. And I promise you, uh in my email, Mr. Love More seventy nine at gmail dot com. You can always hit that. I hit back quicker on that. Yes, sir. And we're going to also plug it up in the bio, too. We're going to also plug that up in the description. So whenever I I post the podcast up, man, you know, um, if if y'all missed it, you know what I'm saying? We're going to definitely put all that in the description of the podcast episode. Yeah, and please, anybody, if you do hit my channel and you see one of the books you like, just hit the Gmail. It's lovemore79 at gmail.com. And I'll email you an e-book. 1995. Trust me, once you see the videos, it's going to make sense. Absolutely. Okay, so before we get out of here, what's your outro song, my man? Give it to me. Oh, yeah. That's how we're going to do it. Black Aristocrats. We're going to unite like the Wu-Tang Triumph, man. You got to do it like the Wu. Got to bring it back. (laughs) So we're going to end with Wu-Tang Triumph on the Black Aristocrat podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? So... 
Thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for listening. As always, subscribe. Y'all know how we rock. Black Aristocrat Podcast. We are out. But y'all thought y'all wasn't going to see me? I'm the Osiris of this shit. Wu-Tang is here forever, motherfuckers. This left, this 97. All right, my niggas and my niggerettes. Let's do it like this. I'm going to rub your ass in the moonshine. Seventy-nine. I'm born atomically. Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses. Can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battle scarred showgun. Explosion when my pen hits. Tremendous. Ultraviolet shine blind forensics. I inspect view through the future. See millennium. Killer bees sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the matches with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Black Wu is queen bees ease the guns in. Rumble with patrolmen till gas lace the function. Heads by the score, take flight inside a war. Ticks hit the floor, die hard fans demand more. Behold the boat, blow slowly. Proceeds the blow, swinging swords like Shinobi. Stomp grounds and bound footprints in solid rock. Who got it locked, performing live on your hottest fly. As the world turns, I spread like germ. Bless the globe with the pestilence. The hard headed never learn. This my testament to those burn. Put my position in the game of life.